and Merry Tuesday. Merry Tuesday. It's Merry December. Tuesday. It's December 5th. How exciting. I wonder if we'll get like a white Christmas this year. I'm not, uh, I'm hopeful, but I'm not uh, no. confident in no. that. No. If Christmas was the second week of February, then we would, I feel like in DFW, sure. always have it. But it would be ice. That is true. No. That was still, that counts as a white Christmas, right? No. It, but the frozen. You can't build a snowman with ice. Well, no, but it's white. Okay. It looks white. Icicles, I guess, aren't white. No, they're clear. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, if you're tuning in and you don't know us, my name is Will. Uh, Will Perry. I'm the lead student pastor here at Hope. And with me is the one and only... Kira Watson. <laughs> you didn't know here if, I am. You didn't know if I was going to say I your name. I had no idea, so I just say, said it. No. It's okay. Uh, hey, we, uh, two weeks ago, we started a, um, a four-part series on elevating the authority of Scripture, helping your student elevate the authority of Scripture. And uh, we talked a lot of statistics and and uh, some principle stuff, and we'll still kind of hit on some principles here too, but they're kind of like principles put into action um, on, on that word authority, which is not, it's probably not most people's favorite word. Yeah. Like we said. Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of makes, it feels restricting, right? Yes. You think of like authority like and- rule book. Yeah. Yeah, which is not, I, I think there's a difference between reverence Yes. And like rules also. Absolutely. Like the the best Christ followers I've ever seen are the people who revere God and don't aren't they're not like rule book with God of like, well, this is God's rule book. Yeah. But it's more like because I revere God, there's authority in my life because of that. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with what the word reverence means in relation to God. Like how do you how do you revere God? I know. You know? Yeah. Well, we're so chill at churches now, too. Yeah. Like, people wear flip-flops and shorts to hope all the time, which That's is not true. bad. No. But it's, you know, we it's don't— It's very different it than is. church used to be. It is. We don't call—we uh, uh, don't call sanctuary a sanctuary. We call, we call it auditoriums. Yep. It's not a sanctuary, you know? Right. It's an auditorium, so— yeah. And there's pros and cons to that. Yeah, everything, for sure. Get a little rabbit trail. But we're talking about authority of scripture today. Kira, take us away. Yeah. So last week I mentioned uh, this podcast as well, but it had so much good content in it. I would encourage you to go back and listen to John Mark Comer's podcast on biblical authority if you're interested in hearing more, because there's definitely more than what I'll even have time to share with you today. Mm -hmm. But in he talked about the logic of biblical authority in four main points. And so I just kind of wanted to expound on that a little bit here with you guys as well. So number one, he said, all authority is rooted in God, who is the reality. He is creator. We are the creation. He is the creator. We yeah. are the creation. So we, we need to know and understand our, our place yeah. in relevance to God. That's true. Yeah. And we've talked about with students before of like, like, don't put labels on yourself. Don't let right. other people put labels. Because the one who created you is the one who gets to label you, right? Absolutely. Like, the creator gets to say what creation is for. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He created us with a specific purpose in mind. Yeah. And so we need to keep that in mind for yeah. sure. Number two, he said, because God is a relationship of self-giving, generous, creative love and wisdom that we call the Trinity— he has, from the beginning, chosen to vest his authority in the prophets and apostles, the writers of scripture. Oh, yeah. I, 
this is way off topic, but I feel like I should use the word vest more. It uh, does sound very fancy. Choose, choose to vest his authority in the prophets and apostles. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Dude. Sorry, that yeah. Very uh, scholarly. Very scholarly. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my favorite biblical scholars is uh, Tim Mackey. And, uh, you know, he's, a lot of you have probably seen his videos, um, uh, the Bible Project yeah. videos. And very good explanations with animations to try to help you understand the Bible. Yes. He was doing this lecture on... Um, on teaching scripture. And one thing that he taught about that gives us authority, that gives God's word authority from our perspective is that it was written by people and God. Mm -hmm. Because he has this thing um, that is called like the tablets from heaven. There's okay. these tablets from heaven. And he said, if you look at every cult that has ever existed, there has been a revelation from tablets dropped from heaven and that is it, it was revealed if you look through all these other uh, religions not all of them uh, Buddha is slightly different but yeah. all of these other Mormons that is Islam so all these things it, there was this revelation of these tablets that were dropped from heaven so when Tim Mackey is like there is better authority in God's word because these are eyewitnesses of God's events yeah. that, and that he wrote it wrote um, sorry God wrote through them. And he gives, gives this beautiful illustration to answer the question of who wrote the Bible, uh, showing M.C. Escher's The Drawing Hands. I've used it all the time. Um, the, it, it's two hands that are drawing each other yes. simultaneously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he says, which hand is drawing which? And the answer is both is happening at the same time. So who wrote the Bible? 100% people, 100% God. You know? And it, I love and, that. And for him, that gives us authority. Uh, another uh, podcast on the authority of scripture uh, is literally titled The Authority and Reliability of the Bible by Dr. Michael Kruger. Uh, he says this, everybody who wrote the gospel is either a direct apostle of Jesus or an apostle companion. So think of like Mark. Yeah. You know, Mark, uh, the book of Mark was not, uh, it, was, it was probably Peter right. telling the story to Mark and, and, and Mark writing it down. So it was either somebody who was directly eyewitness with Jesus or somebody who was a companion of them. Uh, the book of Luke, yeah. right? Luke and Acts. It was Somebody who knew Peter, knew Paul, traveled with them, and collected these stories. Um, sorry, and I'm gonna finish up the quote. Uh, he says, "And why that? And why that matters is because it positions them in a place where they could know these things. It, it is eyewitnesses that then they put in Scripture. Hey, you can go ask these people. We saw it. They right. saw it. It, it it is not a like here's this grand idea that nobody saw. This is like this is very clear, and you can check it out today. Yeah, I love that." Diving into that a little bit more, number three, in living under the authority of the Bible, we are living under the authority of God himself. In listening to, trusting in, and obeying scripture, we are listening to, trusting in, and obeying God as an act of love and worship, which I think is so important to remember yeah. that by us listening to, trusting in, and obeying God, that's an act of worship. It's yeah. not just songs. It's not just singing. Yeah. So, which we do go, my mind always goes to songs when I think worship. Right. A lot of yeah. Times, I, I think it's easy to go there. Yeah. Especially if you attend church often. Right. So, because that's what we call that part of the programming. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it really all is an act of worship. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, how do you live under the authority of a story? 
how do you choose what is meant for us and what isn't? Yeah. And, I think that's yeah. an important tension to feel too when you're oh, yeah. talking about scripture. Yeah. Another uh, biblical scholar that I was listening to, one time they said, um, the Bible the Bible is written for us, but it is not written to us. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible wasn't written to us sitting in a chair 2,000 years later. Right. It, with maybe a caveat of the book of James, yeah. you can look that that was literally written so that any Christian could pick it up and understand theology. Um, but yeah, there's like you're you're reading you're reading context, and what we have to be careful about is to put the Bible in its context and not try to read our own context into the scripture. Absolutely, like sometimes people do because it it is a story, um, it's a true story. But there are literary devices used in this story as well. Right, like one rebuttal. I've heard way, so many people use about scripture is the, uh, how could God be loving? He told the Israelites to murder the Canaanites and mm-hmm. the, all the women and the children and all this stuff. And, um, but there, but there was a literary, literary device used in there. Of like literally one sentence later says, and don't intermarry with them. So it's like, okay. It, it was more of a, like if we're playing football, I'm like, we're going to go kill them. You know? Right. It, it, it just meant this very strong domination changed the culture, which I mean, the Canaanites were awful. Pe- they sacrificed babies and would yeah. play drums louder. So the parents couldn't hear the babies cry. Golly. So just in the con, it is a story and we have to keep it in that literary, literary uh, context and historical context. Uh, and plus like story authority is like, the only thing that really works because it sticks with us too. Yeah. Stories stick with us. So yeah, no, I really love that. Yeah, I think that's really important. And just a slight side note, if you ever are questioning the character of God and how he's love, but also justice and mm. mercy all yeah. at the same time, Holier Than Thou by Jackie Hill Perry. Oh, yeah. Fantastic so book. We yeah. read it as a student team and I've read it multiple times since then. I know that you have too, Will. Uh-huh. We just talk about it all the time. So pick up that book yeah. if you're interested in diving into that a little yes. bit more. Yeah. But we will dive in a little bit more next week into studying scripture and more about this. Hermeneutics. Yes, hermeneutics. Very big word. <laughs> For now, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. We'll see you later.